Hey guys, welcome back to the Lee Chandler podcast. Um, we're just gonna dive right into it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, you know, and, and here's the deal. Most of y'all, when you get ready to dive into the pool, you want to take off your you want to take <laughs> off your clothes, or you want to have this fashionable, you know, trunks or what have you. I'm old school. I jump in either with what I got on or what I don't have on. So, <laughs> I, please don't don't try to picture that. All right. <laughs> so so Hank, quick question. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. Um, Tell me about tell me about this. What is that? One hundred and twenty billion? Is that right? Yes. Small banks lost one hundred and twenty billion in deposits during the what is it, the SBB. That's the Silicon Valley Bank. Okay. Um, and its sister bank. Yeah. So lost. Uh, it's, and we need to make sure we clarify lost. But go ahead. I'm sorry, sir. So um, Hank shared that article with me, and one one of the it's many takeaways on, on this article. Sure, it is. But one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting is they took out $120 billion. With a B. With a B. Yes. From these quote-unquote, quote-unquote, small, small regional banks. banks. Yeah, small regional banks, yeah. So Silicon Valley, when they had their depositors, you know, whatever, uh, withdrawal money, they ended up being like 900 and something million dollars negative, right? Mm-hmm. In the hole, yeah, nine fifty-eight or something. Like not that. not one hundred twenty billion, but no, yeah, but not. So, <sighs> okay, um, let, let me see. Let me see if I can help y'all. <clears throat> My background is military. I was a finance and accounting officer at at, a, at an army at army bases. At any time during the day or month. Regulators would come into my operation. I shut down everything, and they counted my my money or my paper. Paper mean money. And if I didn't balance to the penny, every time they came in, I was in hot water. I could have lost my career, and if they thought it was some type of embezzlement going, I could have gone to jail. Point I'm making is that in the banking arena, it's an exact science. Okay, I, that's all I want you to know. Exactly. You say, well, you know, listen, I process over three billion with the B dollars of transactions every year. And you go like, you gotta be joking. Well, no. But again, again, we want you to understand the magnitude of what it is that we're trying to get you to understand. Small banks, small banks who didn't have a problem that the California banks had were negatively impacted by the management decisions of a bank across the country to the tune of at least $120 billion and probably counting. Yeah, it's probably more than that. Okay. And the thing I'll, I'll say real quick is that they were, not only were they impacted, but they may have to begin to sell existing holdings. Absolutely. This could be this could be debt holdings. This could be fine. This could be finance instruments. It could be buildings themselves mm-hmm. in which they're going to have. They may have to sell just in, just so that they can liquidate and have cash ready. And see, to me, to me, I, I think it's another big C word. It's not capital. I think it's criminal. <laughs> but but again, it's white collar crime. 
And when those guys go to jail, they, they go to the Taj Mahal. Oh, well. Okay. Well, let's let's not talk about your friend Trump today. I, I, oh, I wouldn't I, talk I, about I wish him. him. Well, so oh, the talk that's right. He does have a Taj Mahal. I wasn't talking about him. I'm just referring to just white white collar criminals. They get a slap on the hand. But if I were to go into some place with a with a piece, and I and I and I ended up getting a candy bar, okay, I could go to jail, okay, for theft. Using an arm, using a weapon, and all that, all that other stuff, and I could spend twenty years for a freaking candy bar. That's correct. And these guys are, you know, eight hundred million plus, and they get a slap on. They just get fired. They get fired with a parachute. Now, I do want to say this: the government has things in place to where it's supposed to be insure, insured, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. The deposits are. The deposits are. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Up to two hundred fifty thousand of deposit, but they changed that. Really? Yeah, they said, "Hang on, Mister Leland, if if you've got millions of dollars in this bank, we're going to insure it all. If it's your deposit, if it's your money, we're going we're going we're going to insure it all. So, what does that do Ooh, for the geez. banks? Gee, willikers. I'm sorry. So again, as I said sometime earlier today, people are constantly beating up the government for for interfering. But let me help you with something. You best be glad that Big Brother's got an eye out for you. That's correct. That, that's all I'm going to say. You know, don't be, don't be too quick to drink the Kool-Aid. Don't be too quick to get on the hype in the wagon because these banks, these little guys, they lost $120 billion. Well, how did they lose $120 billion, Leland? Did, did people, people were afraid or are afraid. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was pretty interesting. So people withdrew $120 billion, mm-hmm. but they did not actually deposit $120 billion into the larger banks, though. They separated that amount from the larger banks into money market accounts, which is pretty funny, by the way, because money market accounts are still issued by banks. By banks. Yeah. Which is very odd to me that they thought that was safe, but um, it is what it is. But if I but if but but if but if I'm playing sleight of hands with you and I'm saying that this is safer than putting your money in the bank and part of it was a was a charade, was a charade. Sure. Yeah. The rates. The, in, your money in the bank is getting less than a half percent yep, the rates, yeah. per annum. And in the money markets, but you gotta let it you gotta park it there for a while. Just for a little bit. Well, some places five years or longer, okay? <laughs> but if, you know, you got that kind of money, you're not walking around, you know, unless you're going to go out and make it rain somewhere. <laughs> but the point I'm making is we all want a certain level of assurance and security. Security, yeah. Okay? Stability. Stability. So we have to be careful as to the words we use to get from where we are to where we want to be. Be, you know, because again, you think it's okay. So this this fear, this run on the market. In fact, I got a letter from my bank saying, "We just want you to know that because all is well." All, that's right. That, that, that all got is the well. same stuff. Yeah. But let me help you with something. If I took it out of that bank, mm-hmm. then which bank am I going to put it in if they all are being threatened by that same by that system. same by COVID? <laughs> right, by, by a financial COVID. By, by, by a financial COVID. Absolutely. Unless uh, one of those banks has the vaccine. <laughs> well, 
the big banks have the vaccine because but, they fall under this umbrella called too big to fail. Correct. And they are protected by the same government government that they rile against. Correct. And I'm going to say this as, as we wrap up real quick. The reason that a larger bank is protected is because they're able to do business internationally. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah. So whether you're an oligarch in Russia and you happen to park your, your money with us or, or elsewhere, but that's, that's essentially how that works. Or, the Saudi, or a Saudi. Or a Saudi Arabia. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So if I'm Chase and you happen to do business with, you know, you're an oil icon or you're an oil tycoon, tycoons. Out, of, out of Saudi Arabia, then you, you, know, you have your billions with me and Chase. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm able to go ahead and lend that out multiple times. And on your, as, but on your, your behalf. On your behalf. Oh, as yeah. long as I can keep this one big whale of, on here. Of course. Of we're, course. we're good. Mm-hmm. I don't care what I don't care with all of, for example, I don't care what all of uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee does. That's and, it. And, and their withdrawals. No. And, and, and again, people, people, if you have money in the bank, up to two hundred and fifty thousand. But as I said, I don't know what the upper limit is now because they, there was a there was a stopgap that was put in place. So if the bank, if your money is insured and the bank fails, okay, there's no need to move your money. Supposedly. The other thing, too, that's pretty interesting, Hank, I don't know if you thought about this, is God forbid something does fail, right? My question is for, like, if you're insured, does the FDIC cut you a check? And if they do cut you a check, where do you have to deposit that check to receive the money? Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, you got to get you got to get liquid because they're not going to the FDIC is not going to drop a duffel bag at, on, on your front doorsteps. Yeah. That, that's something we have to research. But I, you know, but it, to me, Leland, just knowing knowing that that there's a safety net. Yeah, I didn't lose I didn't lose a lot of sleep. <laughs> we will we will catch you guys on the, on the next one. God bless you.